What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Chi-Chi, and I have a special guest with us today, you guys. I have Miss Leanna, the Duchess of Jersey. But before we get started, let's jump into our five deep breaths. I need you breathing slow and deeply through your nose. Exhale through the mouth. Let's go. Breathe in. the Pisces and the Cancers. Cheers, cheers, cheers. All right, you guys. So like I said, we have our first Virgo friends of the 2022 in the house. Miss Liana, welcome to the My Virgo Friend podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. I lo- you know I love the name Virgo yeah. to Virgo. I was I'm like, I love this Virgo friend. Everybody needs a Virgo friend in their life. For real though, like we're not even bragging you guys when we say that. We really mean it. You truly need at least one Virgo friend in your life just for the for the energy and the vibes. But Miss Leanna, uh, the Duchess of Jersey, please tell us all about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Leanna um, on Instagram. And, you know, a lot of people called me the Duchess when I was on radio and I did a lot of um, hosting and battle rap. So that was where the Duchess came from. That was like my media name. Yeah. So um, I've transitioned from media wanting to be like the Oprah, Angie Martinez of hip hop yes. to spirituality and doing readings. And now I'm just like full-blown doing readings. And I just love it. <laughs> love it. Awesome. Okay, so... um. In like the name says Jersey, you're located in New Jersey right now, right? Yeah, born and, and raised in Jersey City. Awesome. What was that like growing up in Jersey? It's great. And it's funny because a lot of my family is in the South. They're in Georgia. So when I go okay. to Georgia and people hear my accent, they say, oh, you're from New York. It's like Jersey doesn't even exist. They just, right. oh, New York. They just kind of up there. <laughs> but what I love about being in Jersey is we have the view of New York. So every time, you know, everyone sees the skyline and the view, you don't see that in New York. You have to be across on our side of the water. So we get the view. And I've noticed that a lot of people from New York are actually moving over to Jersey City because it, while it's still expensive to me, it's a little less expensive than New York. Right. So right. now everyone is just coming over here and it's easier to commute over oh. to over there. Okay, wow. To have it accessible, but not to be in it. Yep. So it's just a train right away. Like I'm literally, there's a bus on the corner of my house that takes me to Times Square in New York. Oh, shoot. Have you ever done a New uh, New Year's Eve in Times Square? No, my sister has. And she said that it was it was crazy. I've never done it like that. Most people who live here stay away from it on on holidays and stuff like that because it gets too crazy. I do go for the Halloween parade. We have a really nice Halloween parade where, you know, it could be considered dangerous, too, because everybody's in mass. You don't know who's who that night. But okay. it's it's nice in there because I feel like in New York, a lot of people like they go crazy with these outfits. And they're like, I saw an avatar and it looked really just like the movie. Like it was uh-huh. crazy. Oh, avatar. OK, no, because I had the purge in my head. Like, I right. it's like <laughs> it is, it's for people to purge out and stuff. So I'm like, who's who? Have you ever done a Halloween in Miami? Being Because no, I always only, hear. The only time I've been to Miami was to catch the cruise. So okay. I'm ashamed to even say that I'm so overdue for a Miami trip, but what goes on down there? 
I always hear that they have the best Halloween parade because it's hotter for you guys. So instead of having to dress up and be cold, you can really like go all out with your avalanche. Most people just body paint. Yeah, uh-huh. Like um, in, in Key West in October, I don't know if it's specifically Halloween, but definitely in October, they have like this nudie fest thing, whatever. So like everybody's like in body paint and just like butt ass naked. It's like, wow, okay. But that's Key, that's West, Key West for you, you know? <laughs> My dad, go. It froze for a second, but it, it, it caught up. But okay, and see, yeah, like you, you said about, um, you know, being so close to Miami and you say you've never really been, that's how it is over here. You live mm-hmm. so close, but we never get to see. There's people who live here have never been to the Statue of Liberty. Why, have you uh, been there? Yeah, as a kid, yeah. as a kid. I feel like all of our school trips are like the Statue of Liberty, Ellis Island. Pointing, ooh, wow. <laughs> and, and to tie that into spirituality, I feel as though the first time I went to Ellis Island and all that is the first time I felt vibes, like seeing, because really? they have the exhibits from all the immigrants that came over. Uh-huh. So I feel like I remember being in second, third grade, going into Ellis Island and all my hair standing up and I'm like, the luggage is making me cry. And they're like, what? Oh, yeah. Tell me more about that. Like a uh, young Leanna, a uh, young Virgo. What is a young Virgo child like? So I I say, especially in in tying it into spirituality and a story is I remember always being into my horoscopes. Like I would go, if I was in the supermarket, I would read magazines backwards because that's where the horoscopes were. Take me to the back, (laughs) so thanks. (laughs) So I would just go right to the back and I never realized like, no one ever taught me that. No one ever told me what horoscopes was. I was just into it. Right. No one made me interested in astrology. I just knew I had to read that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just was always into it. And then I kind of remember, um, cause I type really fast. Like that's one of my, I'm always like, I type like maniac. I type fast oh, no. when I was a kid. That's how I would pray. I would just, my grandmother had a typewriter and yeah. I would just like, dear God, da, 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 da. even if I wasn't typing it, I was just playing on the keyboard. <laughs> So now being into spirituality, a friend of mine was like, girl, you've been trying to get back there since you got here. Yeah. (laughs) Connect back to source since you've been here. So I just always thought that was wild. Like now that you get older, you think back of those experiences. And start to remember like, oh, shoot, I've always been here. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know? Okay. So uh, do you know your, your big three, like your moon and your rising sign? I was so excited when I read that portion of the confirmation. I was like, yes, go get into the series because not a lot of people know about that. And, you know, people judge other signs not knowing we got all of them signs. Exactly. All of them, a little bit. So I'm a Virgo sun, Mm -hmm. Gemini moon, and a Libra rising. Double air. Mm -hmm. I'm double water, uh, Cancer moon, Pisces rising. Okay. 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 So awesome. So tell us about like, how can we see the Virgo sun in you, the Gemini moon, the, you said Libra rising? Yes. Libra Libra. rising. Yes. So that was one that I didn't, it took me a while to connect to the Libra rising because you know, my, I have a best friend who's a Libra. And when I see Libras, I see them as the girly girls. Pink, glitter. Yeah. So I was like, really like that? I don't even think I I have style like that. And these Libras, they know how to dress and stuff like that. So it was cute to see that. And I feel as though I used to blame a lot of my overthinking on being a Virgo. Yeah. And then I, when I realized I was the Gemini moon, I was like, (laughs) that's it. That's it right there. Where it comes from. So I think the Virgo aspects are, you know, the organization, the seeing the brighter side, being that friend. But I got older and I'm like, our Virgo senses are really strong sometimes. We cut. We cut deep when we say things sometimes. We do. And I had to have friends tell me that where they're like, you know, you what you think is a joke sometimes, you like really. (laughs) Slice. Yeah. Damn, I know it's true, but did you have to say it like that? So it was it, it was a journey understanding where, you know, you think as a Virgo, you're like, I'm this sweet little angel and I'm this. And when people start telling you about yourself, you're like, oh, I dead ass was just saying that on like the last episode. And it's so funny because I did another recording today at 10 um, with another podcaster and she's a Libra rising. So it's funny oh, wow. that two Libra rises on the same day. Mm, look at that balancing balancing it out yes damn so the gemini moon so you're double mercury you're all mercury Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So when so, I learned about Mercury retrograde, they're always like, girl, you'll be fine. You all Mercury, like you're good. For real. You just like in your element. <laughs> <laughs> like let it all go crazy. Let's see what happens. Bring the chaos. Yes. And how is that having a cancer moon? Because I always say, you know, Virgo sun, we think, think, think. And, you know, water signs is feel, feel, feel. Yes. So and, I, uh, you, you go deep in it, girl. You- I, I go deep. I cry. I usually um, hide in my cancer shell. Mm-hmm. And Virgos go hermit, too. So they ain't know you. When you go in, you go in. So, like, the people over close to me know, like, I'm going to fall off, but I'm coming back. Like, if I just don't text back, if I don't respond, if you just don't hear from me, yes, but I'm coming back. <laughs> and that Virgo hermit energy, you come back stronger. It's almost like we have to. I have to. That space to then come back out. Yeah, because then I'm also Pisces rising. So I'm, I can go seven of cups in my head if I allow myself to, like, not get grounded. Those are three of the most intuitive signs. Yes. And I'm, uh, my, uh, my Mercury is in Libra. Mm. Oh yes! Oh yes! You know, so magical. That's what I'm to be Yeah, that's just a magical motherfucker. Okay, I'm not like really trying to like step in into that, you know. But um, but yeah, even um, speaking on that subject too, like, what was your? I don't want to say transition, but like your awakening. Like, what led you onto the spiritual path that you're on? Well, I would. Okay, so I feel this. That's kind of two parted because there was a time where I. I think when I was at my lowest, I, all I did was binge listening to my horoscopes. Yeah. And I would sit there for days, days would go by and I'm just in the bed listening to Virgo, this Virgo, that hello, Virgo. My sister would make fun of me because all she heard coming from my YouTube was Virgo, this Virgo, that. So Mm -hmm. I felt like one day I was like, I know how to do this. Like I watch this all the time and I know, I know how to read cards. But growing up in Jersey, that's not like an everyday thing. Like my friends would always ask me to do it for them. I would read for my sister, but it wasn't something I promoted. Right. And I feel like the summer that I met you, actually, right after the pandemic, uh-huh. I went out there. We was like, we're going to do the, our own little spiritual retreat and get in our zone. And yes. and that summer is when I went live. And I started with the cards because I was reading everybody. We're all at the Airbnb. We're doing it. And they're like, oh, we're going to go live. And people just started like when I tell you throwing money, because as a, I don't want to say as a Virgo, like wear goody two shoes, but I always have this issue with with asking for money, praying for money. So it was hard for me to charge people. Yes. God, I feel that so hard. So it was like, um, you know, the girls were like, um, what are you doing? No, she takes donations. Like I needed that extra push yeah. from my friends to be like, she's taking donations. Da, da, da. This is not for free what she's doing. And right. believe in I, her. Mm-hmm, and I read for someone I, ha- I didn't know. It was like this random girl. And I felt like literally I felt like somebody touched my shoulders. Yeah. And all my hair stood up and I'm just going in, doing this reading for this girl and going off about it. And I feel like everything just changed. Yeah. It just blew up even. And because I didn't care about the money, the money came because oh. I didn't care about the followers. The followers yeah. came Yeah. Whereas for five to seven years. I'm chasing interviews with hip hop battle rappers doing all of this trying to trying to do all this radio stuff mm-hmm. and something that was so easy like reading cards yeah. i promise you the weekend i met you yeah when i went out there i had 12k followers cuz i was like thank you for 12k Da-da-da. by the time i came home from florida i literally yeah. had almost 50k followers get it and it was not trying it wasn't yeah. me forcing it it was just me going live and like I'm just going to read the cards and flow it. And I never would have thought that my followers would be so receptive to that. Yes. And open and like wanting that, you mm-hmm. know, and encouraging that, you know, like the lady I was, um, I, I interviewed earlier today. She was just, she made the mention of how she had to hide her magic. And then when she finally like just gave herself permission, it just like the relief yep. of like, oh, now I could just like be me and just do and just be, you know? Yep. And you never know who it inspires because I've had people, know. the toughest girls, the toughest girls that I'm even like, I'm too, I'm too bubbly for this crowd. And they'll hit me up and be like, girl, when I see you living in your truth and yes. you remaining positive, it makes me not want to slap somebody today. And I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> If only one, per- if it, even just one person is affected, I've yep. done my job. 
Yep. And that's what it, what I get the most is living your truth. Yes. People will actually be like, you look radiant, just living your truth and being yourself. You have a glow about you mm-hmm. and you do mm-hmm. look lovely. I, I must Thank uh, you. add Thank to that you. as well. And, and I was going to tell you when I first came on, girl, I'll be over here rooting for you. And it's so yeah. crazy. That Virgo energy. We met in person one time. One time we paid. I will show your page to everybody. Like, look, my girl Chi Chi's in the dance studio today. My girl got her podcast out. She bodybuilding now. Like, you know, <laughs> strong connections like that yes. is why I say, like, you never know. You know what I mean? Look at us two years later talking on a podcast. Still, still, you know, like we literally just peaked. We only met one time. Mm-hmm. physically a person right yeah because I remember we went out and then I think you had to go so and then you came back to the house maybe like the next day but it was just that one weekend that I was there and I think I came back V yes. stayed in Florida yeah that's how beautiful that adventure was and, and that spiritual healing was it was so divine and um I want to say we went live together right when my mom was think, here you oh, and v, I, right was I there I think I, yes, yes, I did get to join that. So I'm going to go back to my Chi Chi page and I'm going to tag it on my story so they can see like. Yes, I did get to meet your beautiful mama. We was all emotional on there. Yes, I do remember. Were you at the house with the snake? Yes. You saw the snake. Okay. Yes, because that's when, that's when I was telling you that the snake, so many people see it as being bad and it's Mm -hmm. not. It's like that eternal life that ever lie. And I was telling you, um. What was it? Uh, St. Martha. That's yes. what we were talking about. And I was saying. Uh, Santa to, Martha, to- La Dominadora. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was another one in the beginning of my journey. I would say um, I got my cards read by my friend's grandmother. Yeah. And she's like that hardcore Puerto Rican, like with the cigar. Like I was even nervous to be in there. And yeah, she oh, told so- me, she told me I needed a, a, a spiritual bath. She said, you know, in and out of high school, it doesn't even have to be serious arguments you have with people, but you don't know who are raised in those families. And they could put these type of evil eyes on you and certain things that we may not think is real at the time. That's true. And the lady literally told me, she's like, for you to be such a bright light, so many people throw this negativity at you because of that. Yes. So I did like a cleansing. I did all. And she told me, she said, you're going to lose your whole circle of friends. Yeah. Because you're only there because you're in this negative energy. Mm, and once, once I got that bath, she told me to do the, the, the Santa Marta because it was a confidence thing. Yeah. And I, a lot of people get nervous because I'm really into candle magic. I love my candles. Same. I feel like it, it, could, it makes me feel like I'm at church. I don't know. It gives me that church yeah. vibe. And when we connect to these saints, it's, you know, people get the wrong idea. Like, oh, we're asking for this. What we're asking for most of the times is the confidence, the energy, the slave factor. And I feel like after working with her and using that candle and, you know, reading, it was like, because what I liked was they tell you, you know, light this candle for seven days and read this scripture from the Bible. That's how I got into it. Because if there was no Bible involved yeah, (laughs) and it wasn't back to Jesus, I wouldn't have been so you know, just so open to go into it. Yes. So I feel that doing the candle work with her and, you know, doing candle work with Oshun, it's always asking for that femininity, mm-hmm. asking for that confidence, asking to slay. Yes. And I did that. I was like, what was I doing dating this person? Okay. Hanging out with this person. Like it literally changes awakening. your energy. Literally mm-hmm. an awakening. And I'm so happy that you made that comment about like, um, you don't know who people are connected to, like their family and like, you know, because it wasn't until I became more vocal about, yeah, I'm like into the spiritual arts and stuff. I didn't realize like how many other people are too, but they just don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just never know who believes in what they're just not probably not going to promote it like everybody. Right. But yeah, you do have to make sure you're protecting your energy because you just never know who's practicing what and all that stuff. Right. So. And who's into <laughs> what and what they dive into. Yes. Um, but y'all, just to recap, we were talking about with the whole snake thing. So me, me, Lee, and two other friends were all hanging out. Shout out to Amy and uh, V listening, um, mm-hmm. our Scorpio and Libra friends. But I was over there and this was at the time when I was, you know, in my marriage and I was just like at a crossroad, like, oh my God, I know what to do, you know, and it was during the pandemic and um, it wasn't raining this, this day. It was like really hot. But anyway, we was just sitting like in this sunroom and I'm looking at this bush and all of a sudden I see this snake 
just come like weaving up through this bush looking straight at me and we all did you notice it first yeah because I think you I think when we were eating we were talking about it first before we even got there you had mentioned the snakes keep coming to you and and snakes and you feel like you got to do something with snakes Mm -hmm. and the snake was so prominent because I had been out there looking at animals that whole weekend yeah because you know in Jersey we don't get to see all of that so to Every animal that showed its face, I'm like, oh my God, hello. This it's is amazing. <laughs> Let me Google the spiritual meaning of this. So that snake was not there until yeah. you. So that's why that message was so much. We're like, no, Gigi, this is for you. Straight this up. For you. Yeah. And look at how divine it was what you were going through. V was going through a similar situation. And it was yes. just so divine that we were all there for that. It was so divine. Like that snake would not move. Like y'all, I had enough time. Like we was all chilling, talking. We noticed the snake. I still had time to grab my phone, put it to camera, press record, and then get like a one to two minute video of the snake. Just stand just there, locking Mm -hmm. eyes with me. Like, you know, everybody's like moving and stuff. And it's like the snake was just locked in. And like, when I say to see snakes, like I would be walking Conan and like, you know, like a couple feet ahead, a big black snake will cross our path or I will look behind me and a, a snake will be growing past. And I'm like, damn, had I been like a minute slower, would have ran right into that motherfucker, you know? So like, I would just see stuff like that, like little symbolism. So it was so divine that right after that, I moved out and, you know, got divorced and all that stuff. But it was just- it was a whole transformation. Literally, it was a transformation. And that's what it was symbolic of. And I'm so happy that I met you. Like, it was so divine that we, we met and when we met and all that stuff, because it literally just pinged both of us, like during our journey, because I started my podcast during the pandemic. Right. And look at that. And what was crazy was before I went out there, me and V had just got an apartment. Mm-hmm. And we literally got it in time for the pandemic Yeah, and had it. So we were locked in together. And then when we went to Florida, she decided, I think I'm going to stay out here. Yeah. So that was its own transition in itself because I came home like, okay, girl, you going home <laughs> and you're alone now. Right. So, and it was a big change. And I'm so happy with the way every, everything turned out. The lives we're all living right now. And we yes. never would have how flawless we would be in this moment you know what I mean exactly and um like with you you know you transition into like so which where do you focus on right now just tarot readings right yeah with uh, with the tarot readings it's mainly tarot readings before I try I want to say last year I kept falling into that thinking I had to have a product because everybody's right. selling candles, everybody's selling this. So I was like, I need to make something. I'm going to make tea. I'm going to make this. And then after a while, I had to tell myself, girl, you are the product. Like yeah. you get your readings. Like that is it. And I feel like that's something that as women, we always feel like, well, I have to bring more to the table. I got to show the work that I'm doing yes. and that I have this, this and that. And it's like, no, it's just me. <laughs> Literally. And you made the comment about, um, like it was uh, the, with the confidence thing and, you know, just needing that extra push because what I was going to say, uh, I read something. It was like one of those TikToks and it was like, what's one thing you've learned from watching a lot of crime documentaries, you know, those crime doc shows, like mm-hmm. Forensic Files and all that stuff. It's like, what's, what's one thing you've learned from watching those shows? And then the flash to this girl, she says, don't be the woman with the smile that will light up a room. <sighs> Don't they all start like that? It all starts like that because it's either you the you the victim, yeah, or you the one that goes crazy. That snapped. And, <laughs> and yep, that snapped. And that's usually it's one extreme or the other. And I would always say that. I would say, you know, and as, as a Virgo, I'm gonna say because we on the Virgo friend podcast mm-hmm. is, and I, I warn people, I say I go from either really nice to really mean. Like I don't know that in between, and I have to learn how to find that. And yeah. I think that when I came up with the Duchess yeah, was yeah. because I was trying to maybe more feminine, feminize myself, if that's the word, because I felt like I was getting too tough. Mm-hmm. I was getting too like in radio and in media, you have to have that confidence. And then I was like, all right, now I'm too rough and I want to be a lady again. Yeah. So I kind of tried to bring it back. But it's like when you're too nice, you feel like people are going to take advantage when you're. Mm mean it's like you don't like that energy as a Virgo anytime I do snap I don't like I don't like it after I might feel good in the moment but the damage after is never worth it "Ah." (laughs) why did I say that why did I do this I should have did it this way 
Right. So I feel like we always have to feel like we got to pick a side. And sometimes we just got to be comfortable. This is me. Sometimes I have great days. Some days I have bad days. And this is just what it is. We don't have to be all the way feminine, all the way masculine. We can enjoy that medium sometimes. Absolutely. And um, you don't do the battle rap anymore? Or do you still dabble in it? And the funny thing with battle rap is when I, so me and V had our podcast together. We, we had a, a show called finesse and chill that like people could still access on YouTube where we yeah. would, we would uh, interview the battle rappers. And then when she moved over there, it kind of died down. Mm-hmm. And at first we were both kind of sad, you know, cause we missed it. And I thought, oh, this is me saying buy the battle rap forever. And I have to close one door to go yeah. into another one. I never stopped watching it. It's like yeah. my dirty little second life. My let's <laughs> go, let's go. I'm, I even, I'm, contem- I'm contemplating flying to an event at the end of this month. A friend of mine, they have like female battle rap. So one of my homegirls is battling. Yeah. And it's just something that I've watched evolved over so many years mm-hmm. that as many times as I think I'm walking away from it, I never do. I still watch every event. I'm still in yeah. watching the news, seeing who everybody's talking about each other. Yes. And, um, for those people who don't really know battle rap, if you've watched Wallin' Out, Mm-hmm. on mtv a lot of the guys that are on there came from battle rap yeah mm-hmm. that cypher culture yeah so it's easy for them to do the clapbacks and to do certain things like that so it's just a poetic kind of art form with no beat yeah and you kind of got to know these people and they're in it it's, it's almost like once you get into it it's like picking your favorite characters because you yeah. know when this one and this one battles well he's funny so mm-hmm. even if this one's aggressive, he could just say one joke and he's going to win the whole battle. Yeah. And then um, Remy Martin, the rapper Remy Martin, she just joined in and made a female league. Let's go. To help highlight the female battle. Because it's just like basketball where the guys get to shine and they don't really care for the girls. Mm-hmm. So Remy Martin came in. She had a whole event. She put she did her research. She found out who the top girls were put them together and then had an event and it was amazing. So oh, I'm definitely God. still into that. I still like, um, I go on vacation with a lot of the battle rap girls that are still yeah. in it. So I still follow it a lot. And now it's only, it's gotten bigger. Drake invested. He Drake joined in and whoever uh-huh. won the battle, he like put in a hundred thousand dollars. Word. For the winner of the battle. So I'm like, Come this on. is it's going from just like this underground YouTube world to now like the big rappers are investing into it. Yes. Like, um, like that with a Vogue too, how that's becoming more open, you know, it's not so underground anymore. Like, cause that's what I do. I I watch a lot of Vogue ballroom. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love the ballroom. I love the ballroom. I gotta go one of these days. I have got to go to a ball and watch it because the energy in there and like just the hyping it up and just the the standard, you know, how the standard of excellence and quality, you know, like you better come with. That's what it is, is it becomes a culture. Like when I see your dance videos, I know that I'll binge your videos, then I'll go and I'll find there's another girl who like every time a song comes out, you're like, oh, I know she just did a choreography to it. So let me go watch it. Yeah. And it's like once you're in the culture, you're in the culture. You know who these people are, you know who the regulars are and I feel like I love those type of environments because it comes it becomes like a second family right right yeah that's like one of my favorite things watching the award shows like the BT hip-hop awards I'm like oh the cyphers and when they don't give a nice beat or when they give a same the same beat to everybody and it's not a good beat I just get so annoyed but like one of my favorite ones the one with Busta Rhymes that Kendrick Lamar with the high five Oh, I was like, I like with Eminem when it was like all the slaughterhouse, the slaughterhouse. Like but that was one of the best one. Nikki's first one. I still, I used to YouTube the ciphers the way you would like look a song for the shower. And I'm like, let me listen to the cipher while I'm in the shower. Girl, yes. But that the one it was, I think it was like ludicrous Buster Rhymes, two chains with that James Brown, big payback mm. beat. Oh my God. I just randomly watch it every now and then. Cause it's like the, the cadence and the, ah! Yeah, so Virgo, Virgos are so diverse with their taste in music. Like yes, if you listen are. to my playlist, it'll go from a cypher to classical music. You yes. might hear some Mozart. dark piano if you're asking me. <laughs> I love dark piano. God. Speaking of uh Virgos taste, what is uh your your what are you drawn to like romantically? What signs are you like do you can't get mm-hmm. enough of or you tend to attract? I attract a lot of Tauruses, I've noticed. And so, Sagittarius. Oh. 
Oh, if I had to say which one I attract the most, well, currently I'm dating a Leo. And what I think is funny is I would always say I would never date a Leo again. Cause I, I dated a Leo when I was younger. Yeah. And then I have so many female Leos in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, I know y'all too well. Uh-huh. To date a Leo. And I met a Leo and got with him. And I was like, this is why you don't trash talk any signs. Don't because do you it. Know who you're going to end up with. You're going to smash their heart up. To me, I would say opposites always attract for me mm. because another earth sign would probably be too, too boring. Like we need that boring. spice. We need that other person to like, really. So I feel like a fire sign is what I needed. Yeah. As much as I, cause I used to say, oh my God, Aries, Sagittarius. I would talk about all three fire signs. Like <laughs> hell no, nah, we don't want that too much. And knowing that that, that was kind of the energy that I think does balance me out. Mm. And considering that you have an air moon, his fire, you know, probably speaks to your air moon just to keep things light. Yeah, because I need that. Like, I want the option to go out so that sometimes I can be like, no, I'm going to stay home. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I want to travel. I think I'm more of a going, a traveling person than a going out. And I feel like most air signs Mm. are like, I got to get out. When they're they got to go. That's true. Cause I'm, I could chill at the house. My cancer moon self, like mm-hmm. I'm good. And like, but you got to get out of that damn cycle. Getting mm-hmm. too comfortable, you know? So, okay. So yeah, cause I've never experienced a Leo man, but I feel like I need a fire sign. Cause I usually attract, like I said, like a, a lot of earth signs and I attract fire women for friendships or whatever. But yeah, I haven't experienced a Leo man. I, I wonder how that's, how that is. I feel like they're wired a lot like us. Yeah. They're the parts of us that we don't want to admit that okay. we like so when I I'm like I can't even talk crap about a Leo because my Virgo has be doing similar shit because like Virgos we should be a little more cocky but we're not but the Leo right. they do it for us yeah and Leos are very like they they the exactly what it says like that lion and the cub like they roar all the time but when you roar back they're like wait a minute <laughs> hold up and I know it's like say with Aries because being that we're in Aries yeah we're in Aries season now yes um mm-hmm. The I've noticed the women I love Aries women. Shout I get out to Aries women, Aries women, and the guys I'm like they're a little, they're a little high strung, uh-huh. but they make so much sense. I learn a lot from Aries men, but I feel like in the moment I'm like I can't, I can't take this, I can't mm-hmm. too much. Yeah, I love Aries women. My mom's an Aries. Shout out to my mama, Mama Chi. But um, yeah, fire. We like we like Aries women are, are like more Virgo than a Virgo is. I went on vacation really? and my friend said, I'm my older sister is coming and she's gonna be the mother of the group. Watch. Yeah. And she was an Aries, and I didn't expect that from an Aries. Um, and she was going to make sure everybody was on point. We gotta be here at this time. I said, Girl, I've never had somebody do this for me. I'm usually that person. Yes. So it was a nice experience. And I will say that like dating a Leo is they're they're a little punctual, and I don't expect that from guys. So I'm like, I'm usually the punctual one. Right. Got me. <laughs> I guess that's what they mean because they always say Leos are loyal, like. And sorry not to bring it back, but like my guest earlier today, she was married to Leo. So it's so funny that y'all both Libra rising and married uh involved with Leo men. But um damn, what point was I trying to make? Oh, I totally lost it. Sorry. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. All <laughs> and it's gone. It'll come back. <laughs> you know where your um what your Venus sign is in? Your Venus Virgo. Venus Virgo? Virgo, yep. Oh, I so love, that's so- what, that's how you love, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it's acts of service, like one of your love languages. Yes, yes, that's all I do. I feel like if I'm if I'm in a good mood, I'm cleaning and cooking. If I'm in a bad mood, I'm cleaning and cooking. Like, <laughs> yeah, I do stuff, I, I'm so annoying to my boyfriend. I'm like, did you eat? Are you okay? Do you want this? Do you want? He's like, honey, I am grown. Like, I got. Let this. me Thank love you. you. <laughs> Just let me love you. Yep, it is exactly like that. Because mm, my, my Venus is in um, Libra and words of affirmation is like one of my top. Okay. So you yes. anything about, do you, you're, are you familiar with all the houses? I'm, I, I'm getting better. Okay. I scared myself because I read somewhere that your fifth house is going to be what your children are. And then I didn't have a fifth house. So I don't you think know, I have one either. I'm sitting here like, am I not going to have children? Da, 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 da. And you know, I always feel like I'm the last friend to have kids. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. most of my friends already have children or whatever. So I'm always getting that side eye. Like, why, why you don't have kids yet? And I'm like, why do you have kids already? 
Like, <laughs> look, we can go both ways. So I freaked myself out with that whole fifth house thing. But then I started yeah. like, you know, doing research and I saw somebody say like, girl, that don't mean nothing. I got kids and I don't have a fifth house. And I was like, yeah. But I yeah. always wonder that because one house, they say, you know, the more you learn about it, I think they said it was like your grandmother energy. And oh, I saw okay. Aries and my grandmother was an Aries. So I'm like, oh, this is starting to make more sense to me. So yeah. then that fifth house just like threw me off. So y'all learn, learn it, but don't abide house. by it. Like where are you going to go crazy like me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Because that's what I love about spirituality, though. It's so much to learn. And there's so many different paths you can go down a rabbit hole or whatever um do you have any knowledge on like atr african traditional religion i mean i want to say everything i have learned i've kind of just been drawn to Mm -hmm. and started to learn and what i have learned with like certain books that i've gotten is all of our rituals yeah come from our african roots Mm mm-hmm and what they've tried to, you know, and I can say being being half African-American and being Italian, mm-hmm. I see the Catholics doing the same thing our ancestors in Africa was doing and y'all just labeling it different. Is and it? we were lighting incense here, but you telling me only the priests could light incense there and that's different. Like, mm-hmm. so I feel like I what made me get into my African, you know, tradition and roots is seeing I always wanted to know, well, if they say someone wrote the Bible, what was before the Bible? Right. Who approved this book? Right. Like, I'm never (laughs) questioning Jesus. I'm questioning who wrote this story and and added all this extra stuff to it. Because they were human just like me and you. So Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. made these people, you know, special to say, you know, I feel you on that. So I feel like I do want to learn even more. But even like um, the Sacred Womb book by Queen Afua. Afua, uh uh-huh. When I looked into it, so many things that I intuitively did in the pandemic, like in the pandemic is when me and V was like, well, let's leave our crystals out for the full moon. Let's do water. Let's do this. Let's just mix our moon water with our Florida water and see what happens. And when I started reading the books, it was everything they're telling you to do and it's stuff. And I'm like, wow, like we, when we know, we just know. We just know. And I give that advice a lot. When I give readings, a lot of people come to me like, well, tell me how to cleanse myself. Tell me how to cleanse my house. And I'm like, girl, I will never charge you for things like that because I think that's intuitive. Yeah. Like you, you like, yeah, that's why I tell people all the time. Like, you know what to do. You know what to do. Cause it's all about empowering yourself. Like, yes, you have people to like help you and guide you. Cause we're all on our journey, but it comes from you. Like you have the answers, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I had tried that though. Mixing moon water with Florida water before. What I did was I had a small spray bottle. Like, you know how we order these, these sprays and sage sprays. So I saved the bottle Yeah. and, um, I put, I mixed the moon water and Florida water and I put like, uh, flowers in it, like whatever flowers I had, the petals in it, shook it up. And that'll be my own like intention spray. Oh, cute. And do little things like that. And where I'm thinking, I'm just making stuff up. This is the stuff we're buying online. Exactly. And it's like, we can literally do these things as ourselves. And I mean, I love going to other people. I support other businesses. I can't read myself all the time. I need to go to somebody else to read myself. But certain things we can do ourselves when it comes to the cleansing, the baths and the stuff like that. It's good to get it from other places or learn what you got to put in it, but it's all your intentions. Exactly. It's all about the intention. You're the magic, y'all. The power Mm. behind it. What's your... um, favorite type of rituals like you know I'm all about the moon and shit and Mm -hmm. I know you mentioned like you love candles I love candle magic as well like what are you most drawn to I definitely would say um I've gotten in the habits with the full moons with writing my intentions doing that I have my notes on my old phone with like all of last year and the year before that's full moons and I like to go back and like look at them yeah Um, the candles I love because if I lighted a, a candle with a certain intention I pay attention to it all week Like Mm -hmm. I used to do research. What does this flame mean? If, what does it look like at the end when it burns this way? If it's burning fast, if it's burning slow, if it's burning this. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's my favorite part of watching the candles, because even if the candle is telling you, you got to put more work into it. You just know what you have to do. It's no, nothing is good or bad. Right. It's just giving you hints and letting you know what's going on with that. 
Yeah. And keeping your focus on what you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a good, that's a, that's exactly it too, is because you're for those seven days, you're watching that candle and you're keeping that intention in you when you're watching this candle. And you keep yours lit. You don't put, you don't snuff yours out when you leave or anything. I don't. And people hate that. My mother, <laughs> one time I, I left somewhere and my mother has a, a key to my apartment and she's like, girl, you left this candle on again. I'm like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Put it out. Jesus go in there. <laughs> Don't keep your ass out of my altar space. <laughs> oh my God, it drives me crazy. And I understand it. And even that I had to learn and research, like no one could put out your bad energy. If God forbid somebody puts out your candle or you do it for a fire hazard, just relight yeah. it with your intention. There you go. Yeah. Cause there was one time I had my candle burning on my altar and I left, like I made a random decision to leave. And while I was out, while I was out, I was like, Oh my God, mm. I totally forgot. And I came back in, it was fine. But like, I was so stressed because I wasn't like just down the road. I was like on the other side of town, you know, like <laughs> I, was, I was far. And I was like, oh shit. So then like an hour later, I made it my way back and it was fine. But like, now I just try to be mindful. Like, okay. And, and you guys don't blow out your candles. You like yeah. snuff it out. So that means mm-hmm. just like cut off the oxygen supply, but don't yeah. blow it away. Cause then you're blowing away your magic, your intention. And right. Right. Going everywhere. And those are the little fun tricks like that. Like, you know, where they tell you don't blow out the candles, snuff it. To me, that's the fun and lear- learning your own magic. Mm-hmm. And you know, like people don't realize like magic is in so many places, like with blowing out birthday candles. Where do you think yep. they got that from? Yep. You make you know? it a- and do it yeah the tooth fairy that's what pagan mm-hmm. rituals with the fairies and stuff you know so like it's a lot of stuff that's just like hidden in plain sight i just read for i was this year old when i found out <laughs> <laughs> that easter eggs are painted somehow connected to the chakras the I- reason why they originally used to paint eggs was the chakra colors and over time, it changed to the cute little pinks and the blues. But right. when before, the eggs that they were doing were supposed to represent the chakras. Okay, I had no idea about that. And I was like, mind blown, it's everywhere. They just keep like, you know, it's most of the stuff is the rituals that we know. They just dress it up different, say it differently. Yeah. And um, what I was going to, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Because you say you're, um, you're uh, half Italian. Mm-hmm. And are, were you raised Catholic, like growing up? So the, no, I wasn't, I was raised Baptist because I was predominantly with my mom's side of the family. So my grandmother and grandfather, my grandfather was a preacher. My mother was, my grandmother was a preacher's wife. She just had us in every convention. We was at church all week long. Uh (laughs) So I was raised in a Baptist church. And then because I guess it's so, I don't know what lifetime I was in this Roman Catholic church that I'm so obsessed with like the seven day candles. Yeah. So it's like, I would be really into my Baptist and learning my African roots. But then there was a part of me that always had an altar with a candle and a Virgin Mary, but I didn't believe in confession. Okay. I was always like, why do I need to tell this man? Like, no, I've talked to God. (laughs) Yeah. I've always thought that was weird too. Like, why you got to tell this person all your deepest, darkest secrets? Mm-hmm. So I feel like itself. I, in my teenage years is when I started questioning religion. I never questioned God. I yeah. questioned how they were outlining the, the framework. Religion. And I feel like as much as I was so proud to be straight from Italy and all of this, I was more into the Baptist way of teaching because everything was like a story. Yeah. Every time I went to church, the way they would explain it to you, you know, the, the preachers, they know how to keep you into the story and in tune to it. That's true. So, yeah. I feel like I, I just kind of read everything like a story to kind mm-hmm. of see which one made more sense, I guess, to me and my beliefs. Um, when it came to you diving more into your spiritual practice, did you have that that um, time of like, not an identity switch, but like where your family has to like, oh, this is what Leanna's doing now. She's, you know, into, you know what I'm saying? That whole yeah, I think, defending um, who you are now type of energy. I feel as though my mom was very more open to it than I thought she would have been. I thought if anybody was going to question it, because my mom's just a very logical Sagittarius. Like, she's just very like, okay. (laughs) But I feel like she she watched me manifest certain things. So she got into it. And yeah, I think yeah. it's cute because now she's like, I just keep telling myself I'm going to get a new house. I keep, And I've watched her do her own practices. My yeah. sister is the complete opposite, though. My sister is an Aquarius. And she just is like, 
Okay, goody two shoes. Yeah, okay. talking shit. <laughs> right. so even if my nephew says something and my nephew's like, you got to be more positive, Ma. She'd be like, you're chilling with your aunt too much. Like, I feel like she oh. was a lot. And I feel like because I have a sister like that, I'm used to people not always being receptive. Because yeah. even before doing tarot, I was that morning person. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Hey, y'all. There's people that'll either love that or they will hate you. She had a, a smile that lights up the room. <laughs> I think like this shit all the time. Like, look. Don't, don't be that much. smile. Don't be don't that smile, y'all. <laughs> Somebody can't stand that smile. Because they will literally hate you for it. So yeah. I noticed I had a, a rapper friend that blocked me. Okay. And to this day, I feel as though it's because he thinks tarot is like demonic. Of the devil, yeah. And there's certain people that don't do it. Um, you know, like my boyfriend, he doesn't dismiss it or talk bad about it. But him, he was never into horoscopes. Like he's like, he thinks any post, like if it says a Virgo and a quote, he's like, you could put any sign over that and you're going to relate to it. Right. So I feel like I, I take him in doses with the stuff I share with him. Right. But when we watch these Marvel movies, Everything in these Marvel movies is back to spirituality. Mm-hmm. Everything has to do with something I learned. So I'm like, that's real. That's real. You watch this and you know everything I know. So get it in plain sight. They get it. But now he's into the saying 11, 11, 3, 3, 3. So they come along. All the yeah. ones who don't believe in it, they end up coming along. But I did have an incident where, you know, like he has a child. Yeah. And I could see where, you know, the mother is like, I don't mind your tarot and what you're doing, but I don't, you don't have to do that around my child. They assume that you're with your cards all day. And I was like, girl, I'm not out here reading people all day long. Like, I don't, you know how much energy that takes girl. No, (laughs) but I get it. I get it. I guess if you're not into it and you see somebody who is, you're like, don't go pushing that on my kid or like doing certain things like that. So there is resistance, but I haven't had besides random people on Instagram that I don't know that'll comment and be like, this is Satan's work and I'll delete it. But I haven't had anybody that's like really, really mean about it. Good, good. Yeah, because like like you said, there's a lot of people that's like open to it that you wouldn't realize because I had the same experience with my mom. Like, you know, she was just very receptive to it. And it's so beautiful how like when we own our truth and do what we need to do, how it can be healing to our moms, you know, yes. we can, like, introduce them to something new. I love that. And I feel like that's what it's done. I feel like I worked so much on the mother wound. Yeah. Not even thinking I had an issue because me and my mom have always been close. But one big thing I learned was, we are what they experienced while we were in the womb. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. I see the differences in me and my sister, I say, you know what? My mom, that was her first pregnancy. She was scared. She yeah. didn't know what was going on. She was probably a little more nervous. That's why my sister's always nervous about shit. Whereas me, my mom was more calm. This was like yeah. her highlight of her relationship. She had a good pregnancy. So I think that we forget a lot of the times that we carry that along with our past lives. The the, our moms, when they get older and they see how we are as women, we're the best friend they never had growing up. Yes. And I say that all the time. I probably wouldn't have hung out with you if we were younger. Yeah. We're the people that we needed. You know what I mean? Yes. I never really thought about that. How we're like the manifestation of what our mothers were going through. That's nine months of feeling. You know what I mean? That's nine months of energy and emotions. And when I say that, once I found that out, my friend was like, now I understand why you always look at the bright side. Yeah, Like where it's annoying that in the worst situations, I'm like, well, at least we got this. Like, like, (laughs) shut up, leave with your positive ass. Let me cry. (laughs) Exactly. And she's like, that makes sense because you were made at a, and with straight love, like your mom was in bliss for those nine months. Yeah. Damn, girl, you got both see both sides placements, mm-hmm. Gemini mm-hmm. and Libra. You know, I was thinking that when I read your confirmation email, that that was going to be one of the things that I talked about with you was yeah, that yeah. Libra is balanced. Gemini has two sides. Multifaceted. And then Virgo is just all over the place. So I constantly, <laughs> I feel like it's hard for me to make decisions. 
Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because you get like either way, it's good. Either way, it's fine. You know, for a long time, I would need somebody else to make a decision for me. Like, should I do this or that? And they're like, girl, it's yours. Like, why would I make that decision for you? And it's because I see every single aspect inside of everything Mm -hmm. and uh, that's what I had to realize about myself like with some places because some people say like oh Libra Gemini two-faced whatever it's like no it's literally because they could see both sides you know Mm -hmm. and I had to realize that about myself like why am I like bouncing back and forth between things like oh because you can see both sides and it just helps you to get to offer yourself grace you know and not think something's wrong with you but there is a reason as to why you act the way you do right and why other people act the way they do yeah and like whenever you mentioned that you had an Aquarius sister I just like initially like immediately like <laughs> think like damn I bet when they have an argument they are just like cutting each other oh, like it's crazy. intellectual words and receipts and just standoff energy what is it that like? crazy that's why I try not to text my sister because when <laughs> things can be taken such the wrong way so it's just we're literally polar opposites with the way we view things yeah (laughs) it's like golly i can just imagine like y'all growing up and just like stay on my fucking closet and then my mom my mom's a sagittarius my dad was a scorpio and then here my virgo ass is like it's all love and light i was like (laughs) my whole life in my house (laughs) the scorpio daddy too shout out to the scorpio daddies Oh, they're the best. Scorpio yeah. dads are the best, man. They may not be the best boyfriends growing up. Uh-huh. <laughs> but trust when they have kids. They are the best dad. They are best girl dads. Yeah. Aw. Um, okay, so I was going to ask you, it was something about, oh, the energy right now. What are your thoughts on the energy? Oh, the airy season energy. Airy, it's yeah. spicy. What's going it's, on? It's so spicy. I feel like we went from Pisces season to airy season and you know, Pisces are overthinkers. Mm-hmm. They're emotional, but, you know, kind of stern. So we always in that we thinking it, but we're not saying it yet. Right. And then I feel like Aries came and we were like, guns blazing. And that's something that we could appreciate where I started when I started paying attention to the season and I realized we adapt to those signs in the season. I'm like, oh, I'm going to play on this Aries energy. Yeah. And it's and Aries are very direct. They um, I always say that Aries are good in business. They're mm-hmm. very self, they're good self-starters. Yes. And having their or they're very they're good entrepreneurs and they know how to like business savvy with their own stuff. So I kind of feel like we could all learn from that because this is that badass energy. Mm-hmm. I, fuck like, it, I'll do it myself. Yep, spring's coming. <laughs> We're feeling ourselves again. It's not mm-hmm. as cold as it was. So it's mm-hmm. I love it. I love the Aries energy. Not you just have to be mindful because if somebody, it's a it's a test too, not yeah. to be triggered. Because if somebody makes you snap, you're gonna want to do that Aries clap back. And yep. this is a time where. I, f- I do feel like the nice guys finish last. It's almost like we're in that grandma energy yeah. where I know I know better. So I'm going to just sit and nod my head and watch you make a fool of yourself. Mm-hmm. Type G. It's like, I know I know. So I don't have to say I know. No, you you don't- <laughs> no knowing you battles with that Mars energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel uh, for the for the airy season? I love Aries season because um, I'm a Pisces rising. So I think Aries is what my second house, whatever. But um. What's about to say? Oh, I just keep like losing my shit. But like last week, I noticed that Mercury and Aries shift. Mm. Like I just noticed like the the spicy communications, like people snapping and just like I'm like okay, because I had like a little argument last week or whatever, and then the whole Will Smith smack thing, and I'm like okay, Mercury and Aries, you Girl, know, Mercury and Aries. <laughs> that is what kicked it off. You are 100 percent correct. That day, mm-hmm. that weekend. Speaking that of weekend. battle rounds before. There were two events, Saturday and Sunday, and you have to either watch it on pay-per-view or like this app. Uh So the main event for the girls, they had, you know, this big war going on all week. They're talking about each other online. Mm -hmm. So the battle comes, the day of the battle comes. One of the girls was having too much anxiety because they really didn't like each other. So it was like, are we going to be able to perform without fighting each other? Right. And the one girl was like, I don't think we should do this today. And it canceled. So now you got all these people paid for a pay-per-view. Ooh, because you can't contain yourself. And this girl canceled the battle. So now we all asking for refunds. Everybody's angry. The next day for the guys, 
everybody's waiting for the main event, a fight breaks out. There we go. And that main event got canceled. I turn off that, turn on the awards, and Will Smith is slapping Chris Rock. I said, oh, is Mercury in retrograde? No, Mercury is an Aries player. <laughs> Even better. He literally ram charged the stage, Aries style. And yeah, he it, did. Literally. <laughs> and then left. I couldn't believe that. I literally was like, this man has never cursed in his music. Right. And he cursed today. Will Smith then lost it. It kind of hurt me after a while to see it because yeah. I was like, that's the test I was talking about. That's that test. Is you feel like this is your time to stick up for yourself. Yeah. The ones who do it calm and cool and collective that are really going to win this war. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Because it took all of that and that one, no, never cursing. And that one moment is going to define Will Smith now. That, yeah, that's what paints him right before he wins his Oscar. He has that thing. And like, they are just running that shit in the ground. Like, oh, mm-hmm. he, 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 they may have to hand it back. Oh, he apologized. Then I saw today that Jada put out a statement that she wished he hadn't done it. It's like, girl, say nothing. If anything. Say nothing, right. Say nothing. If you ain't going to stand by your man, don't say nothing. Damn, like he did all this, like defending you. And you're going to say that you wish he hadn't done it. It's like, Jada, like, this is why people are saying these things. Virgo friend, please stop. Yes, stop. yes. yes. Yeah, see, this is when we, this is when we could be Virgo enough to say Virgo friend. You gotta relax. You, you gotta, gotta relax. chill, girl. Damn it. Her birthday's like September eighteenth, so she's like real close to the Libra. And Will Smith is a September Libra, so he's a September baby. You know, so we claim I think him too. She's a bad influence on him, and yeah. I feel and and it's it's for the simple fact is that she backtracks and makes it look bad when she says certain things like that. And I feel like she might have told him all the time that he wasn't tough enough yeah and doing enough and then now he did it and she's like oh you didn't have to do that like what and it's like it's and like i just really hope he's protected i hope he's protected because mm-hmm. i do not want to see him finish this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i feel like they just keep running this shit in the ground it's like what do you want him to do next right right and that is a perfect inkling of airy season and not letting the energy test you mm-hmm. it's like you gotta let it breathe Mm-hmm. No, he that was literally an impulsive decision. Like, I'm gonna do this, like being in the body, doing it, and then like, okay. I and I think out. that's what I, that's what I feel like I had to work on the most was being impulsive when I feel that rage. Like when when a Virgo gets mad, mm-hmm. it is like it's hard to get us mad, but when we're mad, it's like you feel the blood start boiling yeah. from your whole body up. And I feel like that's when I get impulsive with my mouth. With what am I saying? Like, oh, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but let me text this paragraph right now and really let you know how I feel. Real with proper spelling, grammar, and punctuation with your stupid ass. I yes. love, I love, <laughs> love a classy clapback. Ooh. And like battle rap is like classy clapbacks, basically. Yes. yes, it is so funny the way they put things together, the way they just joke on each other. And then you start to notice that everybody watches the same things because they have euphoria bars. Yeah, they'll yeah. say like a line about euphoria. So you're like, oh, we all watched euphoria together. We know that line. Make your head go like Fesco. Oh. <laughs> and then now there's so many, um, there's so many dads, and I want to say proud dads in battle rap that you could tell by the cartoon references. Like, why are we talking about blues clues in the middle of your rap? Like you know? Coco Melon in the battle rap. <laughs> And it's like, oh, all the dads got it because they all watched that with their kids. Cute. So then it's like dad jokes in Battle mm-hmm. Rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cute. And um, now people are on Twitter spaces that yeah. is like uh, go on Twitter and go live. So I like a lot of the Battle Rap community, they're on there and you hear the drama. And one day I peeked in on there and one of the guys, you hear him yelling at the kids is in the background and then they're all talking about their kids and they're like man my daughter's about to be 13 so it's just so cute to see when they're not in that element and them talking about it shout out to the battle i've done readings what happened i've done readings for battle rappers for either like i've had random battle rappers tell me they want readings i had one girl i did her cards right before the reading and was telling her like you know i i was scared to say whether you're gonna win or lose like i'm like i don't let me be that tarot person oh you read her before her point i'll never forget yeah her battle and i told her i said i said the way you're gonna win is 
if he says something that hurts you, don't make a facial expression. Like it's your energy and your confidence that's going to win this battle. Because if you look defeated, uh-huh. you're going to lose. And sure as shit, she won that battle. Let's go. Oh, so so I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just give some people just really just need that, that support, you know, mm-hmm. like when you, when you do your readings, what do you find most, the reason why people come to do readings? Um, I feel like the name divine intervention has really like grown into itself because yeah. that's what it's become is the intervention of the, it's, it's never, my readings will never be like that juicy tea. Like this one's talking about you. This one's cheating. It's yeah. always the work you got to do on yourself. Yeah. And the things you need to do. And I had a friend where I told her like, well, it looks like you guys might be separated for a few months. And I thought, let's say the boyfriend was going to travel for work and she was going to be alone. What ended up happening was they broke up and they moved different states away. And now they're, you know, friends thinking about, you know, maybe moving back. But at the time, had I would have said, you guys are going to break up, that would have been awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like the lessons were said the right way at the right time that they needed it. And not to get dark, but I've had a, a client that dark? I had. I just said we get dark. Hey. I had a client um, that I read for, and he was going through a lot because him and his wife were getting divorced and she moved on. Okay. So he was really depressed and whatever. And the way I read the card, I read the marriage card. I saw the marriage card. Yeah. But the way I read it to him was regardless what happens, you guys have kids together. That's going to be your family forever. Yeah. Like even if she's with somebody, you're with somebody, you guys share a children, you guys have the potential to be friends in the future and you will always be family. A week later, he finds out that she got engaged and he killed himself. So for a while, yes. And so for a while I'm like, I saw the marriage card. Yeah. Why didn't I just yeah. say she's going to get engaged? This is not. But that wouldn't have been helpful. I would have said it before he found out yeah. the way I was telling him was different, was yeah. like, you know, and God forbid another reader, if he would have went to another reader, they could have easily be like, she's going to get engaged. She's yeah. going to do this. He's going to do that. My guides don't even read it to me that way. My guides were just like, no matter what, it was preparing him. Yeah. Like no matter what, you guys are friends, you guys are good. And it was like, you know, I was, I was on vacation and he sent me money for a reading and he said, I'm just going to get one last reading. I'm thinking, you know, he just wants this closure and last reading. By the time I got home, he had killed himself. No. So I ended up sending, I think I asked his daughter because his daughter had followed me on Instagram before and was like, you know, my dad follows you. He said, it's okay if I follow you. Like, I really like got a relationship with my clients. So I asked her for her cash app and I sent her the money. Yeah. But I didn't pay for. Yeah. For the last reading that he paid for. So I gave it to her, but I always think back on that because that was like, for a while I was like, am I doing this right? Should I have told him that? But it boiled down to, I kind of appreciated the way my message came through. Yeah. As another reader would have just been like, sorry, bro, she's getting engaged. She's about it. And would have been so heartless. Yeah. Cold with the detached. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, I said all that to say, I feel like that's how the readings, my readings come across kind of like a self-help. And that's how I learned. That's how I got it. I was real Abraham Hicks. Yeah. Listening abraham hicks and just you know positivity getting into the vortex so i feel like when i give someone a reading i'm like you are ready for your journey like this is you listening to your guides and your guides have this message for you so they're empowered yes yeah it's all about empowerment and that's why i like doing like all this stuff too it's just empowering and reminding people like you know like you got Mm -hmm. this you know just have a little more faith in yourself um what's your favorite card in the tarot Ooh. I want to say the high priestess. I was thinking the high priestess. Why? For a while, I was like, you know, everybody wants to be the empress. You're like, empress, empress. I love the empress card. But the high priestess was like, to me, is like, that's what you aim to be. Yeah. Like, you want to learn. You want to get into your energy, your intuition. But once you're the high priestess, you don't care as much mm-hmm. about all the bullshit. 
you know, I feel like you're confident. Yes, you know, and you're in your energy. Just, just sitting and resting in your power. Just like mm-hmm. I know, I'm balanced. Yeah. What's your favorite card? I was literally thinking um, the the high priestess card, but specifically the gilded tarot. Mm. You know, the, the gilded tarot, where she's like, she's like, like oh, flowing and not just sitting stern. She's yeah, like, it's like she's being pulled by her heart up to the moon, and it's like mm. blue and in, indigo. I got my deck over there, but the um the high priestess is one of my favorite. If I'm thinking about the regular tarot, yeah, like that one and the star. High Priestess and the Ooh, Star card. I do like the Star card. The Star card is a beautiful card. Yeah, and it's just a reminder. I'm like, to the moon card. What happened? I said, I'm learning to love the Moon card, too. Yeah, like, um, because some readers, they'll read like, oh, it's secrets, it's secrets. It's like, no, it's like literally just going within, you know, the subconscious. Mm, clarity. I started to call it clarity instead of secrets. Because mm-hmm. secrets make you nervous. Like, oh, I don't want to find out. I'm scared to find out exactly like what's what's not being revealed and i was thinking the other day like i need to figure out what my card is based on my moon sign so like i'm a rising what's the pisces hangman rising hangman sun hermit crab and moon moon and the moon card yeah the moon card shit um okay well i guess we'll go ahead and wrap up here i don't took up all of your time but miss lee what what words do you want to leave us with what message is on your heart to share with us I would say the the most prominent message, especially because this is about all the signs. And I love that you did your shout out in the beginning to all the signs. That was amazing. That's that's definitely my favorite part in your intro is when you shout out the signs with your your VJ. Yes. I love that. You know, like I said in the beginning, that we have and adapt to every sign, even if it's not in our chart. When the season comes, we get a chance to own that energy and yeah. use it for good yeah so even the signs you think you don't like when it gets that season step into that energy and then you'll see why they act the way they act and why it works for them absolutely <laughs> lean in that's great advice just lean into the energy you know if you're not used to being impulsive and spontaneous fuck it do it this season yep. just lean into it you know just see how it could change things for you you know but um, but I love that message, Lee. I've enjoyed you so, so much. Thank you for making yes. time for us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Shout out to everybody that's listening, all the Chi-Chi followers. Let me just <laughs> shout out to you with love and say I'm so proud of you, girl. Everything that you are doing, I am here to double tap all the way from Jersey. Yes. You look great, you look amazing, and I'm so proud of you, girl. Thank you, Lee. I love you. I receive all of that. And I'm going to send the love right back to you, huh? Keep doing it. I'm so proud of you. Keep going. I'm inspired by you. Every time I see you post, I'm like, yes, yes, keep them coming. So please, please keep going. I'm so proud of you. I love you too, girl. You guys can follow me at the Duchess of Jersey. I'll be on there. I do have, I was trying to get back in the podcast zone. I had one for Divine Intervention and uh, a friend of mine who I used to do radio with, me and her decided because she moved to North Carolina, which I Uh love. All my homegirls are in all different states and we stay close and connected. So Uh I I have another one called the Royal Highness where we dibble and dabble in everything, whether it's spirituality, whether it's Will Smith slapping somebody or Kanye going crazy. So follow me on Instagram. I'll start posting more of that and you guys can hit me up for readings as well. Yes, also you guys, so please follow Lee at um, the Duchess of Jersey, hit her up for readings, um, and just continue to support her, and yes, she is our Virgo friend, y'all, the first Virgo friend of 2022. Yes, and I will come to Florida soon to visit. As soon as I go to go see V, I'm going to call you and let you know when I'm there. Please, can I just be in your presence for a little bit, please? We're going to have another spiritual retreat. (laughs) Yes, like, oh my God, like I just... Like hearing the backstory, like how y'all made your own retreat, came down that we saw each other and pinged. It was just, it was just so love divine. That. Literally so very divine. divine. Mm-hmm. All right, Lee, thank you so much. I love you. Thank y'all so much for listening to the My Virgo Friend podcast. Until yeah. next.